The App Guide podcast is brought to you by B7Dev. That is B7Dev.com. App development you really enjoy. And make sure that when you're reaching out to the founder, his name is Haim, mention my name and I'm sure that he will look after you. Thanks very much to B7Dev for supporting the show. Newmob, N-E-U-M-O-B. Newmob have created a solution to speed your mobile apps by two to 10 times, simply by integrating their two-line SDK. Go and check out more at newmob.com, N-E-U-M-O-B.com. Gummy Cube, dedicated to helping your mobile app find its audience. For all App Store optimization services and more, go to gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. Thanks to Gummy Cube for supporting the show. And by Apptentive. Apptentive have helped Glimpse, the app, decrease their under four-star ratings to less than 5%. So to improve your ratings and reviews, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's apptentive.com forward slash app guy and get a free mobile app consultation. Hi, I'm Roberta Luca, serial entrepreneur, co-founder of Boss Studios and Wonderlook, and you're listening to App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I am your host, it's Paul Kemp. This is the show that helps you in your journey as an app entrepreneur. So if you are working in a corporate job or if you're a startup founder, entrepreneur, it's just a world of apps. And what I do to help you is I try to find the most successful app entrepreneurs out there and we go through their journey of what they're doing with their apps, how they're promoting them, how they're fundraising, all this stuff. It's great. So now I want to just cast your mind back to an episode that I had with BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed, if anyone hasn't listened to that, go and listen to it. You can search on theappguy.co. Messaging is all the rage. And they talked a lot about how viral messaging is going, how, how important it is. So why not get someone who's doing some really awesome stuff with messaging? His name is Matthew Rigolot. He is the co-founder and CEO of Hibu, hibu.co, H-I-B-O-O.co. And he's going to talk to us about his messaging app. So, Matthew, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Hi, Paul. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be there. And uh, hi to everyone. So, tell us then what is different with Hibu compared to, I guess, all the other messaging apps, iMessage, Facebook Messenger. How are you differentiating yourself? Yeah, of course. So Hibu is a messaging app that allows you to see what your friends type in real time. So you can see uh, every every keystroke that is sent through. You don't need to tap send anymore. So it has much more uh, fluid uh, flow. It's really a new way of communicating. For example, when you're uh, stuck on uh, Facebook Messenger or Viber, sometimes your friend is like typing for five minutes and you can't see anything. And so frustrating sometimes you see, oh, the three dots rolling, your friend is typing, your friend is typing, but you can't see uh, what he, he is actually typing. So Haibu solves that problem and uh, allows you to see everything without the need to tap send anymore. Matthew, this is absolutely fascinating. It's, this is a definite need solving a problem. What's your biggest challenge with the app in getting it out there and downloaded? Well, yeah, so it's, it's a major problem for basically every messaging app. It's how do you acquire uh, your, your users, basically. So we started the journey, I think it was uh, more than a year ago now. And, um, and of course, we built the product, tested it with our work, uh, with our community and everything. And we finally like, built something that we thought was great. And now was the time to go public, right? So we prepared that for four months at least. 
And we did launch the app on the App Store on 30th of January. And we didn't want to spend much on marketing. So what we did is refocus on PR outreach. So we've built a list of a lot of journalists, like relevant journalists targeted for apps, for social networks all around the world and among, among more than 30 countries all around the globe. It took a month to, to do that, actually. It was, it was wow. weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really dog tiring. But uh, at the end, uh, when the time came, we did reach to all these journalists and uh, hundreds of emails. And yeah, we were covered by a lot of magazines, mainly in Latin America, in Spain and Portugal. We ended up being featured on the Portugal App Store. And we did reach, I think it was 10K downloads in three days, over the weekend, actually. And 20K within a week. So yeah, for us, it went yeah pretty well, I guess. Only PR and, uh, and yeah, that was our main strategy. I'm pretty sure that everyone listening would be very interested in that email list that you created. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, you know, we, we, we've tried to uh, not to be spamish because usually journalists don't like that. So we, we've tried to put up several templates together and find the most relevant ones to, the, to these journalists, the most relevant one to these journalists. So we, we've been like uh, careful about that. We didn't mass spam to anyone. We've tried to be like, you know, customized, even though, you know, when you send hundreds of emails, it's a bit difficult. But I mean, you know, we've tried to be as, um, as thorough and, and customized uh, as possible. The main thing I'm learning from you, which I think is an immediate takeaway is, and I've never almost heard of this, is testing the responses of emails to journalists and picking the best template that oh, yeah, gets the yeah. highest conversion. Yeah, we, we've been, uh, well, we, we, we had the luck to, to have um, some friends who, who are mainly in PR, so we could like test beforehand before sending like, you know, hundreds of messages to test it. But definitely, I think something that, that has to be tested because, I mean, uh, it can, it can influence um, like quite highly your, your response rate. So yeah, probably the headline is, is, yeah, the, the main point to test. It's probably the most important thing because yeah, journalists usually like have uh, been sent uh, hundreds of emails each day, so they don't have to the time to, to screen everyone. So yeah, I'd say the headline is, is really really important. And it sounds like you did all that yourself rather than employing an agency, a PR agency. Yeah, we we basically do it yourself. Do it yourself PR. That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. We had uh, we had a small experience about that when we did launch our beta version at Web Summit. So it's an interesting story, actually. We did the same kind of thing. You know, we we screened through all the the attendees at Web Summit on their website because it was public. We scraped them and we basically sorted them, like uh, which journalists wrote about tech, about apps in particular, about social networks. So we did the same process and contacted them beforehand, before attending the, the, the event. And yeah, we had a couple responses, but we, we were a bit late in our timing. You know, we started 10 days before the event and journalists were already like super booked and super full, super busy. And we really tried to customize the pitch really, really, really highly. And focus on the main writers. So it was, um, in our case, we, 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 we focused about, uh, Martin Bryant, who is the, ah. the, 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 yeah, the editor at large of the next web. Yeah. Now for anyone listening, he's been on this show. We have a past episode with Martin. Ah, and so they nice. can search for that. And it was a great episode in how to reach out to him. Yeah, it's really, it's even more relevant then. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, um, actually we did a bit of research about him and we found that, uh, he had a band called the Starfighter. 
And we've listened uh, a few of his tunes and uh, we decided to customize our, our pitch and include like really, really um, subtly titles of his tunes in, in our pitch email. So <laughs> <laughs> that is genius. <laughs> Seriously. Well, that, yeah, that's what just... we're, that, we're learning so much here. Like uh, the, the benefit of absolute targeting, you, yeah. you know, your pitch. Exactly. And yeah, I can, I can provide you the pitch email, perhaps. But uh, actually, Martin wrote an article about that, so perhaps uh, it's, it's not necessary. So we, we did send it, and uh, Martin replied saying, um, oh, yeah, uh, full marks for the, for, for the pitch. It <laughs> was really nice. And uh, I'll try. My, my, my schedule is, is really full, but I'll try to hop in to a job by a booth. So yeah, that was it. And so, okay, we were exhibiting at Web Summit, and actually we took advantage of free spots because... At Web Summit, we were only allowed to exhibit one day. So we took advantage of some free spots for the other days. And uh, we were able to exhibit there uh, freely for the, for, the, for, the, for the full event. But that's another story. <laughs> uh, well, I'm <laughs> loving this that. journey. I'm really loving going through <laughs> your journey. We feel like we're going through it with you. And Yeah, that's what, it. Well, one thing I, I would love to know, and I'm sure everyone, one of the apps to try listening to this would also love to know is you mentioned a community. You've been working on the app for over a year and yeah. you then have a community that you've been able to launch to. How did you build that community up? Tell us about that. So firstly, um, of course, we didn't build that out of, out of the blue, right? We've reached our friends, um, asked them, oh, well, is, is that something you would like? And, you know, uh, and they were, oh, yeah, it sounds amazing. But aren't you worried of that, that, that? And then, you know, the discussion is like um, starting and we, we were refining our ideas and everything. Uh, we've tested it among like different kind of people, you know, teenagers, students, uh, working people. So yeah, we had a good idea of what to do, what not to do, and uh, what to provide for our users. So we built um, the first version of the app with that in mind. And when the time came to launch our beta version, we had already a hundred, um, hundred of private testers with you know circle of friends, friends of friends, and etc. And the, the first thing we no we've noticed when we uh, launched our um, our beta version was the the amount of people saying, "Oh, wow, that's so cool! That's something, yeah, really, really." Uh, I mean, yeah, they were really enthusiastic about the product, and I mean, it was yeah, it was really, uh, really something like, uh, to be proud about. Yeah. And, yeah. How did you get, uh, communicate with them? Was the, did you use what an email list to keep it, them updated with the apps? Well, progress? yeah, we yeah exactly we did that. Uh, we built an email list. We've built a website with a uh, with a subscribe, you know, email like the the basic stuff. And we also uh, implemented a really great tool called um, Instabug. So uh, it uh, you so you can implement it really easily into your app. You have SDK provided, and it allows your users to uh, really like uh, swipe left and uh, provide feedback directly in the app. So you don't need to like call the founder or whatever, write an email. You can like directly like you can uh, screenshot uh, if there's a bug, for example, you can screenshot it, draw a circle around it to to really pinpoint uh, the, the 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 problem and write some lines and bam, that's it. Uh, it's sent through our server and we're able to communicate with them and see what what the problem is. So one of the other challenges that I have within my community that I run on Slack is often how to build the app. And are you doing this yourself or are you outsourcing the development of the app? 
No, actually, we yeah we we, we do it ourselves. Basically, we do it, <laughs> we do everything ourselves for now. Hey, it does sound like <laughs> so, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, you know how it is. You know, it's a startup uh, startup style. Everybody is doing everything. So yeah, exactly. We have the chance to have a really um, highly technical team. So we are not. Uh, yeah, it's, that's not real problem for us. But I mean. Even though it's even though we we all from uh, master's degrees in IT, uh, you know it's still challenging because you encounter problems that uh, because you do you do something in our case that I mean it's it's highly uh, challenging. Only a few people probably did that before, so I mean we, you 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 still have to learn a lot uh, around your journey. Even your even though you're a technical person, you learn so much through the through the journey of building this product, and you have also to account for you know the the classical problems, scaling, how do you organize your backend architecture and everything. So yeah, all of these, uh, we, we had to learn, I mean, on the fly, basically, even though we're like technical people, we still had to learn a lot. <laughs> yeah, so if you were to go back then and start your journey again, I know that there's services out there where you can actually appoint uh, highly qualified technical teams. W- yeah. Would you do the same again? Would you keep it in-house or would you be open to the idea of outsourcing the development you know did you do the right yeah. thing i think for us it made sense because we are both able to do it but for in in case of um, of a business or marketer or designer founder i think it makes sense as well to consider outsourcing but the problem is to find the right people that's the main thing if you're not into the industry it's, it might be difficult to uh, to find the right people the right price you know have this quality price balance that can be difficult for people who are not very acquainted with the technical world uh, programming languages and etc but i think for us it made sense because we're like both we felt able to do it because of our background or knowledge so yeah i think we wouldn't change much in that uh, that particular area yeah that's interesting to know i mean there are there's a company i know that is uh, building their whole business on the back of that particular yeah. problem but in terms of then your journey with the app, we've talked about the community, we've talked about the PR outreach, we've talked yeah. about a lot of things. We haven't talked about how you funded the whole journey. Uh, is oh, this well. off your own? <laughs> is this off your own back, uh, bootstrapping, or is this uh, from like angel investors or VC money? Yeah, yeah. For now, we're we're still bootstrapped. Although we uh, we are soon to be uh, finishing our first uh, seed round with uh, private investors. So hopefully, it will go well. But uh, yeah, we we were bootstrapped until. Uh, well, we're still bootstrapped, but uh, yeah, it, it comes all from uh, our our own economies, or our own funds that we because we we've been freelancing for for a couple of years before, so we had I know we had uh, some financial stability, so we are lucky in that in that purpose. But um, oh yeah, we're still yeah we're still bootstrapped at the moment uh, at the moment. Yeah. So Matthew, there's a lot of people listening who are in exactly the same position as you were maybe a yeah. year ago. They would love to get their projects off the ground. Do you have any guidance for them on the process that you went through then to be successful in keeping you know the i guess the project flowing whilst there was no income and you're funding it yourself and any tips for the audience on how to go through that period well i think it's difficult for everyone i mean uh, i wouldn't say it would, it would be yeah, yeah yeah so i mean yeah it, it makes sense uh it's it's you know sometimes you, you you're doubting of uh, what you're doing actually and then, oh, would it work i mean uh, and this thing uh, you 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 ask yourself a lot of questions when when you're a founder but i think the most important thing is to never give up basically if you really believe in what you're doing well keep working hard keep hustling hustling is really important actually 
keep doing what you think is best for your company, for your product, and it will happen eventually. And any tips on how you pitch the investors? I'm assuming that the investors that have funded your initial seed round have received a presentation from you, a pitch. Uh, any, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, this this field. I don't think I'm an expert on that. First, <laughs> so don't take uh, my mind right. to the letter. Well, you can um, tell us, you know, the do's and don'ts of what you've learned going through the process. Yeah, but basically, it, we've reached investors at various stages of the project, actually. And what I can tell is uh, the three main points are because I mean, you you will be evaluating your company in the end, right? So the three main things to account for is team. ID and traction, I'd say. Uh, that's, that's the main three points that has, that, that have to be evaluated. And in order to, 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 to raise money, you have to have the three points. So if you can't justify some traction in this, I mean, in this environment, I mean, it's, it's tricky, especially in London to raise money because uh, VCs are a, bit, are a bit frisky now, a bit everywhere. So you really have to have a strong team, a strong product. And a, a strong traction. So we are lucky in, um, in that, uh, yeah, in that sense. So we did achieve uh, good traction and good momentum. We reached uh, 20k uh, downloads in, in in a week, which was like quite solid. And we had a, a really strong technical team behind. And the idea was, I mean, really innovative. I think <laughs> without uh, without yeah, no. So yeah, that's probably why we were uh, interesting for private investors. But I'd say, yeah, usually don't try to be too marketish in, in the pitch because in my opinion, investors don't really, it might depend again, but from my experience, the investors usually don't really like it. They prefer honesty and, uh, you know, uh, be, be open about everything, everything you do, even if it's unconventional, like people like usually like people that can think out, uh, out of the box. So that would be my two cents, you know. Let me tell you about B7Dev who are supporting this show. That's B7Dev.com. They are a very reliable app development company. They can build your app. So if you are an app entrepreneur, why not take this recommendation now? Go to B7Dev.com. Ask for Haim. Haim Sajnowski is a good friend of mine. If you say you're from the app guy and you know Paul Kemp, he will sort you out. I don't want you to just take my word for it. Let me read out a client testimonial here. I had a developer company working on my app for months and they just couldn't get it right. They demanded money for incomplete work and never fully understanding my requirements. So I switched to B7Dev and they had it working and looking better in just a few days. They helped me improve my UI, even with half the world between us. The communication was efficient and very easy. I'm available as a reference if anyone would like any more information on my experience with Haim and B7Dev. I look forward to working with them again in the future. Now that's Paul Van, and I recommend B7Dev.com myself. If you need an app building, go to B7Dev.com. Don't forget to mention you come from the App Guy podcast, Paul Kemp, and he will look after you. That's b7dev.com, and thanks for supporting the show. NewMob is the leader in app acceleration for a mobile-first world. The NewMob Accelerator SDK speeds up load times, reliability, and performance of mobile apps anywhere in the world, helping app developers keep their hard-won users and drive maximum revenues. The company's innovative mobile-first infrastructure and global presence combine to accelerate mobile app performance by two to 10 times, whether the app users are hyper-local in one city or located around the world. Developers simply install two lines of code into their app and instantly gain access to NewMob's world-class global app acceleration network. 
for businesses that need to deliver mobile apps to their users faster, more reliable, and more securely to any targeted mobile audience or any network, NewMob is the answer. Better still, startup app developers can speed up their apps for free by signing up at newmob.com. So that's N-E-U-M-O-B.com, newmob.com. And thanks very much to NewMob for sponsoring the show. So there's two more things, Matthew, before we say goodbye. One is I just wanted to carry on this line with the investors. And I wondered during the questioning that you got from them, what do you think is their biggest single reason for investing in you? Was it, um, is it some kind of statistic like downloads or is it engagement or is it the idea itself? Give us an idea of what's the biggest attraction to investing in, in, you know, in Hibu. Yeah, so it's mainly a combination of basically all the points you, you, you've mentioned. They see the market is really huge, the potential is there because, you know, uh, messaging apps are really skyrocketing uh, in valuation. Uh, I mean, WhatsApp and Viber, like, I read, um, yeah, what WhatsApp was bought by Facebook. So, of course, I mean, that rings a bell to investors, right? The market is huge, so they see that. They see the potential is there. They, they see, uh, they see, uh, they see the, the end game. Also, they see a crowded market. So, I mean, there's a need for innovation somewhere, and they won't accept to invest in any messaging app because, oh, yeah, I mean, uh, this has the potential to have uh, like nine figures valuations. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, no, it has to be something now, uh, something that others can't provide or something that is difficult to do. And yeah, that's the main attraction of Hebrew because it's, it's really something innovative. I mean, you, it's, it's difficult to actually describe it with words because it's addictive and uh, you, you really have to try it in order to experience that feeling. It's really a new way of communication. So in that sense, we're really innovative. And I think that's the main attraction for us. And also you have to consider the technological uh, potential behind. It's really a unique technology and it's something that can be patented so that that's also a, a strong point for us so i've learned three things from that which is what the apps to tribe can think about when they're assessing their app ideas one is the potential in the market the market itself how big that is yeah, yeah. and number two even though it may be a crowded market there is a need for innovation within that market and then number three is the tech itself making sure that what your solution is is offering some unique tech that um, perhaps yeah. is n- not out there. And, and something robust, you know, you have, for example, this uh, this example with Parse, which was a service provided by, by Facebook. And it was re- recently announced that it will be discontinued by, by Facebook. So you, you had a lot of apps relying on Parse, and all of these apps now have to migrate their, their, their tech because of that, because Parse will be shut down in a year. So that also has to be accounted for. Oh, I see a change in the market, right? I got it. Yeah. So the final thing then is that uh, that we have a lot of people listening to this who are interested in becoming a founder, a CEO of their own company, their own destiny. My question to you is, is it worth it? Is the lifestyle that you live and the ups and downs that you go through (laughs) with your journey, is it something you would recommend to others? Oh, well, definitely. I mean, for your experience and all the things you're learning during this journey, I mean, it's, that's fantastic. But on the contrary, you also, yeah, as you said, you have ups and downs and everything, and you ask yourself a lot of questions and you, and you never count your hours, your hours, basically. If you were comfortable doing your five to seven job, and if you want to be a founder just for, oh, because it's trendy nowadays, uh, oh, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to improve my lifestyle. Well, don't really do that because <laughs> you, you'll be, you'll be even more worried about everything. But yeah, you, 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 you learn so much during this journey that it can, 
only be beneficial, even if you work hard. And of course, you have to work hard because, I mean, you have to, to create value out of nothing, basically. So, of course, you have to work hard. But yeah, I would definitely recommend that for any, anyone who, who's, who's determined to learn more and, uh, and work a lot and you know, believe in, uh, in, in, in his ideas, definitely. So, Matthew, this has been an, an amazing chat. And uh, for everyone listening, there will be full show notes on theappguy.co and just yeah. search for episode 443 with Matthew Rigolot and you'll get links to you. But in the meantime, how can people reach out, connect with you? What's the best way of getting in touch? You can reach to me uh, via email. So if you go into hibu.co, you'll be able to see it or just reach me uh, at uh, Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-I-E-U at hibu.co, H-I-B-O-O.co. Wonderful. I'll be glad to answer any questions. <laughs> yeah, you've inspired me and I'm sure you'll inspire people listening to this. Thanks so much for coming on the App Guide podcast and all the best with the future of your messaging app. Yeah, thank you very much, Paul. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, everyone. Thanks to our sponsor, Newmont, who provides app acceleration for the mobile-first world that we all live in. Startup app owners and developers are invited to accelerate their Android and iOS apps for free and see just how much better their apps load and perform using Newmob. Check it out at newmob.com. That's N-E-U-M-O-B.com. Remember to go and check out B7Dev. That's B7Dev.com. And they are an app design and development company. They will make your app idea become a reality. They're pretty personable and professional to work with. Highly reliable. Remember to ask for my friend, Haim Sajnovsky. And if you do say you come from the App Guy podcast, they will look after you. B7Dev.com. And thanks to B7Dev for supporting this podcast.